Welcome to Beating Cancer Daily. Beating stage four cancer for 30 years still takes my breath away every time I say it. I'm Saren, founder of the Comedy Cures Foundation, and I hope you'll join me for just a few minutes daily for the next 365 days so we may laugh, learn, maybe cry a little as we live our best days Beating Cancer Daily Together. So we have to celebrate today. It's my 122nd episode of Beating Cancer Daily. So thank you for joining me. I don't know if it's your first time or if you've listened to all 121 so far. Today's 22. But I am so excited because it means that I am one third of the way through my commitment to record an episode and release an episode every single day on how to beat cancer daily. And if this is your first episode, welcome. We do this every day and it's very different every day. Some are funny, some are strategic, some are motivational, some are inspirational, But to have accomplished one-third of my goal so far, you know that I love micro-celebrations. So woohoo, we are here. I wanted to do a special episode that I've been thinking about for a long time. One of the quirky things that a lot of patients talk about is if they were to die, what would the sign be they would give their loved ones so they know that they made it to the other side and they're doing okay. Now, I don't care what your religious belief is. This is just a very fun conversation in a very weird way. And I want to throw back to many years ago, I was helping a woman who lived 24 years with a metastasis of breast cancer to her liver. And she was just a phenomenon, such an incredible human being. Her name was Rivka, and I'm actually invited to one of her son's weddings because I made a promise to her son and also to her that I would celebrate and be the mom on the ground since it was clear that she was going to be leaving us. And I made that promise, and God willing, I'm going to be there in a few weeks to celebrate this man's wedding, her son. So I remember back to her hospice situation. I was in the hospital with her and it was coming near the end. And I said to her, Rivka, you have to give me a sign that you made it okay. And we were laughing about what that sign would be. It sounds morbid, but I was actually cleaning her at the time and it was very intimate. It was a very personal conversation, but we both have a great sense of humor. And so we were making up all these absurd things that it could possibly be the sign that she would give me when she ultimately passed away. Now, we didn't settle on anything, but it was late. Friday afternoon and I had to rush home and I did. And that was it. I had dinner with my daughter 
And the next morning, there was a knock on my door very, very early. And they knew what that knock meant. It meant that my friend had passed away. And it was her son who's getting married now. And he looked at me and I looked at him and I knew what was happening. And I said, okay, let me get my keys and my purse. I'll be right there. So I put my key in the door and I lock my door. And I kid you not, my keychain flew off my key and it flew across my driveway. Now, it was an extremely aggressive, far toss, but I wasn't doing anything. I literally was just turning my key when this happened. I didn't think much about it. I ran and picked it up and then I jumped in his car and we went to see the people that we need to see so that she could have a proper burial. Again, didn't think about it. Throughout that day and the next few days, people kept asking me questions about a certain prayer. And it was literally at that moment that I realized that I had gotten my sign. Now, there is so much written on the internet about people from beyond giving signs. And I don't know what religion you are, and I don't know if you believe in signs or if your religion is against signs, but I am telling you that it was an extraordinary amount of signs that were given to me that I believed that they were coming from my friend, Rivka. Does this sound crazy? I wonder if this sounds crazy, but I'm just going to tell you like it is. And basically, she had given me a keychain right before she passed away. And on that keychain, there was a prayer. And that prayer was what people kept asking me about. And the people that were asking me were not religious. So it just struck me so odd that this keychain flew across my front lawn and driveway and that all these people were asking me about this specific prayer. And then a very religious person asked me about the specific prayer in relationship to her. So I actually became convinced that this was her sign. And what did it finally was I was driving and her mom was in the back of this big van I have, and I was driving her to the airport. And her mom asked me about this prayer. And her mom was not religious. As I was driving, I was on the phone with someone. And also her mom was at the back of the van. And her mom asked me about this prayer. And then the religious person asked me about this prayer on a phone call. And the keychain literally separated again from the key and flew to the back of my van. Now, that was it. I was done. I said, I understand you're okay. I've gotten the signs through this prayer and the keychain. Now, what was the prayer? You're not going to believe this. The prayer on the back of the keychain was called the Traveler's Prayer. And it's a prayer that you say before you embark on a journey so that you should be safe on your way. 
really, really? This is what she gave me. This is what kept flying. And this is what people kept asking me about. So I kind of kept it to myself. And then over the years through working in my charity, the Comedy Cures Foundation, people would say to me over and over again, Saren, this is crazy, but I think I'm getting a sign. Do you believe in signs? Do you think that my relative could be giving me a sign? Then I got a sign from my father. My father gave me a sign. And then my grandfather also had given me a sign. And they were all different signs, but I kept seeing them repeatedly. Now, my husband would say, this is confirmation bias. You're reading into this. This doesn't exist. So I actually went researching a bit. And I have to tell you, there are common signs repeated over and over again on so many different sites on the internet. I'm going to read a few to you. Sensing a presence, hearing a voice, feeling touch, a fragrance or smell. Some people think that they see full or partial appearances of a body, a glimpse beyond. There's encounters that happen in a dream state. There are phone calls, phones ring. There's no one on the other line. The other person can't converse, but they're saying that maybe these are messages that are coming through. That's never happened to me. Lights flickering on and off, radios going on and off. These things happen. For my dad, it was a window that could never close on its own, a crank window. No one could ever close it. It was too high up. And when we were saying the prayer for the deceased, that window started flapping, opening and closed. And there were so many witnesses. I know this sounds kooky, but I'm just telling you, it's happened so many times. Of course, the symbol that I discussed We didn't settle on it, but then it was very clear that this traveler's prayer on this keychain was directly doing all these crazy things. So I just want to say to you, if you are sensing any of these things, some people say it could be losing or misplacing objects, almost like a hide and seek with an object that is connected to the deceased an animal or an insect repeatedly appearing that has some connection. Sometimes it's songs that just keep appearing over and over again, songs that are connected to this person that get stuck in your head or you're hearing them. Electrical currents and impulses. We said lights flickering on and off, TVs flickering. Strange electrical occurrences. Some people say numbers, flashing lights. Could it all be random? Maybe. But I have just heard so many stories over and over and over again 
from so many different people who are not religious, people who are religious. There were several books written. I actually went to a book signing with an author of a book who feels that this is really a common occurrence. I actually stumbled across a book called Hello from Heaven. This is by Bill and Judy Guggenheim. And they break down these communications into 12 different after-death categories. They say that they interviewed more than 2,000 people. And they found that this is really common. They did seven years of research. They estimate that at least 60 million people or 20% of the population in the United States has had one of these experiences. And there are polls that estimate even higher. Again, I am not judging. I am just telling you that people sense a presence after death. They hear a voice. They feel touch. It's very, very, very common. How do you feel about it? Have you had one? I was on a business call the other day and a man who's very respected in business actually shared his experience with me about his sister. And he kept saying, I normally would never talk about this, but I want to tell you about it. I think you'll understand. I want to hear if you've ever heard of this before. So let me know what your experiences are. Have you been visited? Have you seen repeated signs? My girlfriend tells me that her mom comes to her all the time in the form of roses, just roses. Now you could say, okay, roses are common, but the way she comes is so interesting. And the woman's name was Rose. Another girlfriend explained to me a situation with her mom's name, which was a very unusual name and how her mom comes to her repeatedly. I don't know, is this just comfort? Do we want to believe it? Or do you really believe that this happens? Let me know. Go to comedycures.org and either record a message to me or go to the contact menu and write a message to me. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear how your loved ones have come to you. And if you believe in this phenomenon, have a blessed day. And I hope that anyone that you want to communicate with you from beyond actually reaches you. You're not busy and you actually hear the communication loud and clear. See you tomorrow. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then I'd love to ask for you to go to comedycures.org and check out our membership circle levels. You will find even more resources and more programming like our live virtual Q&A sessions with me, our live Comedy Cures events with our very talented comedians, live health builder workshops with Jackie Bryan hosted by me, a robust monthly newsletter, plus much more. It's really an exciting community. So please consider becoming a member, giving it as a gift, telling your friends, telling your hospital support group all about this community. I can't think of a more empowering 
empowering way to go through a cancer journey or your survivorship or your caregiving experience than with us at Beating Cancer Daily. It's truly an honor to serve you. Thanks so much. See you tomorrow. Guess what time it is? It's time for me to read the disclaimer. Beating Cancer Daily and the Membership Circle are not in lieu of medical advice or treatment. They are for entertainment purposes only. Please consult your healthcare team to review your best strategy. Thanks for listening.